more thing and I'm ready to roll, brother. Ah. I am literally <laughs> searching around in here like a crack addict for my coffee, but I'm just going to make some more. We're back at the Villagers podcast with Sean drinking coffee and refusing to acknowledge <laughs> us for some reason. <laughs> I acknowledge each and every one of you. I see you, man. I see you. <laughs> hey, so if, if we talk about this returning back home thing, the, the big mm-hmm. thing that I would like to to bring up there is what was the one food you ate as soon as you got back home? Because like my son had been in, in Europe for about a year and he came home and he wanted Whataburger. Like I, it's a, it's an orange nice. building with white stripes. Yeah. That's, that's what he wanted me to meet him at the airport with. And he ate it like a crack addict. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> so, so I have to be honest with you fish and chips in Ireland, the best there ever is. But then when I'm returning back over here, I usually like Mexican food. Isn't that mm-hmm. crazy? Just regular oh, yeah. old standard. Because you can't get it anywhere. Other, You mm-hmm. can get a version here, but it's much better in Mexico. So on, what do you do when you go back to England first and then you then cover the other stuff? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I honestly just prefer plain beans and a tin of Heinz <laughs> oh, you oh the, beans the and toast and scrambled eggs. Right. That's all. <laughs> Holy shit. Your your Indian ancestors are rolling over right now. <laughs> you know, so for people that are listening that don't know what that is, Heinz beans are the beans that are eaten in England and they taste a little bit like our beans, but with a, maybe a touch of barbecue sauce in it if you added a bunch of sugar to the barbecue sauce. So, I mean, it it would be what we call baked beans over here, but we add pork to ours over here. Oh, yeah. Correct. Dude. Yeah. And when he says beans and toast, he means beans <laughs> and toast. That's <laughs> the whitest food isn't, on earth. Isn't that horrible? Remember the article one of our writers at Centers where uh, people in China are now eating American lunches as punishment? Right. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Okay. So I, I I think what 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 you gotta do is give an explainer there because you know the, the joke over here is if you're eating in a Chinese restaurant, they never come by to see if your food's okay. They know it's mm-hmm. the best. They know yeah. they don't ask you. Indian restaurants, they don't ask you whether the food's good or not. Only we have to go, how's everything taste? Bland and dependable, just like I thought, <laughs> sir. Bland and dependable. <laughs> I mean, I don't have, like, so in, in Ireland, black pudding is one of my favorite things, and it's blood sausage. And a lot mm-hmm. of people just can't take the name. I don't know where the pudding part came up with, but it's kind of soupy when you make it. But. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I eat over there. Or literally, there's a place called McDonough's that does the best fish and chips I've ever had anywhere in the world. And it's oh, in nice. downtown Galway. Yeah, McDonough's in downtown Galway. Yeah, we should we should actually tag them in this post. Would be oh, hilarious. Yeah, we will. <laughs> They'll be like, the, sorry, the, what the hell are these guys talking about? <laughs> who are these two idiots? <laughs> and why is an Englishman talking about my place? He can he will not be served. <laughs> But that's the best fish and chips I've ever had in my life in any country. Mm-hmm. And if you can if you can name the one place, they're above everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> isn't that isn't that nuts? But if if I'm abroad for a while and I come home, um, mm-hmm. what I so there, I'm trying to give a, a give a sauce that you guys would use. It's pretty similar because you guys do 
basically all your beans are in a sauce. Everything's flavored so well. It's mm-hmm. in a sauce would be from my perspective. Um, yeah. But Mexicans have a chili called a Wajillo chili spelled with a G, Wajillo. And it is mm-hmm. cooked down in like chicken stock with a little bit of garlic, onions and tomatoes. And then a couple of ancho chilies, which um, look like burned up tobacco. And so you de-seed both of those, meaning take the seeds out, and you boil those and then puree them and then run it through a sieve and slow Mm -hmm. cook any meat. I don't care what the meat is. Slow cooked on that with potatoes is probably, for some reason or another, hits my taste buds better than any other food. Oh, yeah. And I probably explained that a little more in depth than I needed to because I like it that much. (laughs) Can I tell you, every time I missed Indian food in Oklahoma, we would usually go to a Mexican place and I'd eat. No way. You, you, yeah, because the flavor, huh. I think there is an overlap between the way they mix their spices. Right. And especially, they always get me with the beans and rice on my plate. Like Alex right. always yeah. makes fun of it. Like I'll order, like <laughs> the restaurant across the pub, I would always yeah. order like the lunch carne asada. And he'd see right. me like take a teaspoon with a little bit of steak, a little bit of rice, yeah. a little bit of beans. And yeah. he'd be like, are you Indian fighting this damn dish? Right. <laughs> All you're missing is a little bit of roti. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. So when I was younger, I, I was never, you know, you know, Americans are hamburger crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't yeah. really I don't really understand that. It's it's fatty, salty meat with a bunch of sh- shit on top, essentially. I can make really great ones, but I don't think my mouth is big enough to be able to eat like the gigantic super burgers I see other people do on on TikTok or anywhere else. Oh, I God like damn. them, mm-hmm. right? But I don't. But I don't love them. And, and gourmet food, I'm burned out on. What I want is an old Grex- Mexican grandma or an Indian auntie to make me something that's delicious. And that's mm-hmm. more about probably more about feeling than food. <laughs> Yeah, se- it has separates me do. from yeah, it separates <laughs> me from all my people right <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> there was this uh there is a a, the, a restaurant in london where if you don't like the food like the shit it says on the menu that you can call the chef and he'll come and eat it and i was like how the hell does this solve any of my problems Nothing but apart it's a great from the pra- No, but apart from the practical jokes you can play on the chef, like right. what if the guy that there was this old French artist who used to eat like glass in his retirement, oh. he's become a chef and he gamely comes and consumes what they serve me. <laughs> I'm like just like consuming it doesn't like this is edible for the human palate right. is not really the restaurant's theme <laughs> no that if that is your standard you're probably not going to make it anyway mm-hmm. yeah you know, the only time I, I would like a chef to come out is when they give me those huge burgers you're talking about because i want them to yeah. tell me how do you envision us eating this am i supposed to take right. a knife and poke to this con- construction and yeah. or do i just squeeze it down to what the human mouth can open (laughs) too that is a legit complaint when they first started serving like 20 layer cakes and this Mm -hmm. was about maybe 15 years ago everybody at the table like oh my god look at that and i go you know that's impossible to eat literally even if you eat it the french way like if it's pie turn it around and start on the other side you Mm -hmm. you still are just chipping away at little bitty pieces and and i Truthfully, I've never understood that one. The the super burgers, I have made them. You know, mm-hmm. and you got to stick a knife in between them to hold them steady. 
So like yeah. the Leaning Tower of Pisa, <laughs> moving back and forth. I mean, that's that's legit. So that's a male chef that makes that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Women chefs do not make impractical food. They want appetizing looking and delicious. And men want to show off like, this is my thing. And I'm not going to say what their thing is as they're bringing it to your table. But it's generally taller than it really is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I don't know what that's all about. Yeah. In India, I would guess that the first thing I look for is that really thin roti that I've sent you a video of. It's called Romali roti. Like the one that they make on that upside down walk. Yeah, those are cool. Oh, that's my favorite bread. Really? I got to be honest with you. I'm... I like softer, you know, bread with a little density to it. And I don't care what anybody mm-hmm. makes it out of. That's a, is that the cracker one that you're talking about? Comes out, it's like a cracker or oh, no, it, no, or no. This actually up? this is actually soft. It's almost paper thin. Oh. Then I yeah, would be totally delicious. okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's know. It's not like the crispy the, ones that we have. Yeah, those ones are not my thing. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. I like crackers. I like like boring, <laughs> bland crackers. <laughs> Which is why they call us that. I, I was gonna say, are you talking about some family member, or is this at the actual end exactly. of the thing? <laughs> so I, what what is the? Uh, oh God, I can't remember. There's there's a bread over here called lavash, which is like a kind of kind of like it's a, a Middle a Eastern big old cracker. Right? Yeah, it's Jew- well, Jews bring up brought it over here, so I don't I don't know whose oh, okay. whose food it originally was, but that's who that's who we see it with. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty good. I mean, you got to you soften it and then roll up food inside to make it into. As everybody has a burrito, that would be the Jewish <laughs> burrito. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. that is not a burrito, man. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> There's somebody uh, probably fuming <laughs> listening to this, Sean. <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah. They're writing me a nasty letter right now. I'm going to put it in the suggestion box right over by the bathroom. do you want to tell them your annoying joke about that (laughs) okay so the deal is 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 i don't if if you don't know people that are from england they especially london they are chronic complainers and i mean they just they can't help themselves they think it's a discussion when it's actually a complaint and uh so for years deepak and i had this running joke and he would say sir i have a small complaint there we go it's right over there the box right above the trash can. So, you know, it just rotates it into the trash can. It's, it is notorious, notoriously um, Brits are just bizarre complainers. I don't know what it's about, but they cannot help themselves. They just mm-hmm. must let you know what they're thinking about, but they don't want anybody to have any feelings about anything, but they still want to tell you their complaint, which is usually their feelings. So that what would is be luck like with a- you guys? If psychologically <laughs> i told you psychologically the main problem is that you have to be polite throughout right. your day so the yeah. pub is where you vent and i think the only problem is that you are a pub owner so that's where we yeah. show up to complain <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it is it's but it's a unique thing i don't know um so i i literally listen to somebody talk about subjugated countries and how polite the people are from subjugated countries. Because if you weren't, somebody killed you or put you in jail. Mm-hmm. Isn't that strange? And so Irish people 
in Ireland are all just, you just go, God, they're the nicest people in the world. I'm not sure we're really hearing what they're thinking or that's the yeah. presentation that's getting, you know what I mean? Cause they knew how to play, play the game. And then when they get to America, we get a little more mouthy. Well, not a little more. We get a lot more mouthy. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know, I actually get annoyed when I get like really chipper customer service. Yeah. It Hello. bothers me. What, can I, like, what kind of a <laughs> latte can I get you, sir? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's either a sign of a liar or a moron. Because how yeah. great could it be taking my stupid auto? <laughs> there, you know, you are the highlight of somebody's day. We just haven't figured out who it is yet. <laughs> um, so since I go, I, people don't really understand my schedule. So I, in the morning, I come here, I make some stuff, get everything kind of ready to open. And then I go to different stores. Um, and and I, I don't know what I would say. Stores and warehouses, I think, is probably the way to look at it. And so every time I go into those places, I'm like, I'm that chipper guy. I'm like, hey, how's everybody doing today? Because warehouse people always get treated like shit. So nobody ever talks mm. to them or knows their names. Or, and I make sure I go out of my way. I know their names. I know what their family's doing. I know anytime I need anything, I can usually mm. go to one of them and I can get it in seconds. Yeah. So I, I use your version there. <laughs> I remember one of those things where it was like five o'clock and a crammed up train. The ticket collector was like, give me a fucking ticket. And I took it wow. and I gave it to him. And I just <laughs> smiled at him because I was like, yes, it's five in the evening. You're stuck here. You're checking this. It's fucking miserable. I don't expect <laughs> you to treat me any other way. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah, I've been there. It, it is, um, you know, I get a little testy around St. Patrick's Day because it's been busy for 30 days every single day, you know, like New York kind of busy. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, and I'm just and I'm just tired, you know, that kind of stuff. It's uh, it's an, it's an interesting I mean, I, I like this discussion because you're making me think of a whole bunch of other stuff. I'll tell you one great nostalgia deal, though. All right. Mm -hmm. So I went to boarding school. And so I was trying to get my kids to go to boarding school. Not that I was trying to get aware of rid of them. Americans don't write me a letter. Um, <laughs> I had a great experience there and I wanted my kids to have the same kind of thing. So mm -hmm. I sent them up there for camp. They had like a summer camp. And so I thought, Oh my God, I get to go back to this. It's a small town in Kansas. You know, it's basically a university town that has this, you know, other, other school that, that you can go to. And, and, uh, and so we all went out to eat and you forget mm -hmm. that in small towns, they have to adjust the food to the taste buds of the town. And we mm -hmm. ate what had to be literally the worst Mexican food I've ever eaten in my entire life. And it ruined my view of what was. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, we, we're, you know, we're all spoiled, but live in bigger cities because you get to eat everybody's really cool, delicious food. And mm -hmm. then you go to small towns where, you know, salt and pepper are the spices and they do oh, that yeah. with, with, me with Mexican food. And it's really depressing. Yeah. <laughs> My kids are like, why are we here? <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a show the other day where I think it was a black mirror episode where yeah. she tastes the food and she says, what is that salt? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Deep back with my gl wife's glasses on here. Let me read my, my Spotify deal here. Do you know, three, okay, two. Sean, you don't have to do yeah. it. So, so Why? Why do you hate me? The one we read last time 
They yeah. approved it in their software platform, and now it okay. just shows up in all the episodes. I had to just go in there. Shut and up. It. Mm-hmm. Dude, tell me it was the whole thing, or did you hodgepodge it together? Oh, no, no, no. It's the whole thing, including okay. me pointing at you and laughing and interrupting you, <laughs> which is why I think it got approved, because they were like, these guys are idiots. <laughs> Just let <Yeah>. them through. <laughs> but that is that is an ad that people do where you go, well, am I supposed to ad lib or are we just supposed to read it? Yeah, okay, good. Well, I'm glad I, got, I think, I'm glad I think I got they got through. through because we read out the, their suggestion of personal testimony. <laughs> <laughs> personal, personal testimony. You know what? They thought they thought we were being comedic and I was just being stupid. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh my god, that is awesome. Next I time I'm gonna ask there. for like <laughs> next time I'm gonna ask for really clear instructions. And I'm going to remove all their suggestions before I send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is hilarious. Okay. Well, let me let me go back to our, our country to, by country thing. So um, I, I, for people that have never been to Italy before, I, you know, it's hot during the day, especially down in the southern part of Italy. So everybody kind of just stays inside your house. But they, like my wife's family would go eat at 10 p.m. at dinner. Mm-hmm. And... So you'd see these empty restaurants all day long. And then at 10 p.m., everybody's absolutely full. And she would eat the equivalent of American large pizza um, <laughs> at 10 p.m. and be able to go home and sleep. And I don't know how that works. My body does not work that way. And uh, but they but they did it all the time. And and what what their deal was, yeah, it's cooler at night. So we go out and enjoy ourselves. Why would you go out and be miserable during the day? And I'm like, have have we met? Because Americans do everything the miserable way. <laughs> Yeah, that was the one thing I got a lot like Kathy and me have talked about this where she asked me about my dinner pattern and I was like oh the moment I eat I usually just go to sleep (laughs) that's when I eat dinner (laughs) no really Mm -hmm. how do you do that because I especially because your food is not crazy spicy but it's got a little spice to it Mm -hmm. yeah I can't do that at all I mean I can do that at lunch but I can't at dinner but you know I'm, I'm genetically from a country where it's cold year round i mean there's you know yeah. there's no uh everything we eat is savory and soupy mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys what, are always struggling with the heat what gives us enough nutrition and also yeah. keeps the guinness nice and full <laughs> right right <laughs> that's awesome i i don't um Cause I'm trying to think of anything else. Okay. I'll tell you a good airport story. Cause you know, so my dad um, wanted me to bring him home some black pudding from Ireland and it's a big, like a uh, five pound sausage that's rolled. And I get to the airport and my kid's mom and I step out of the car. And however I have packed this, as soon as my luggage hit the ground, it starts rolling out <laughs> on the street and there's literally an officer right in front of me. He looks down, he looks up and gives me the, my God, you can't be this stupid look and turns around and allows me to repack it so I can go into the airport. Oh, God. See, some cops yes. are good that way. Right. Those are my people right there. He knew I was an idiot. He let me be an idiot. And he didn't struggle with it. But those are, those are, those are the things that I see when I was cracked up when my dad would go back home he would always want to go to the sea and it's a very small island the size of the state of Ohio surrounded by ice cold water 
and mm-hmm. 40 mile an hour winds. So it's very unpleasant. I don't, and he'd be out there in some shorts, you know. As if was cool. Oh God, it, that, that's like those dudes I used to see in Oklahoma winters and shots. It used to just bug yeah. me. <laughs> that was him. And it, it, you know, he never wore a coat. I I don't think I ever saw him wear a coat in his life because you know where he was from. That was just the way it was. Mm-hmm. Now, if it was zero degrees outside, he would walk quickly to his car. <laughs> that was the one <laughs> difference. <laughs> he would walk quickly. <laughs> oh God. Dude. The first weird thing I noticed when I landed here after five years was that what used to be the old car park outside the airport now had okay. like six restaurants, including a Buffalo Wild Wings, a beer Don't garden. Get out. Yeah, like I'm gift embarrassed shops. for you. And I was yeah. just looking at that and I was like, so where do they pick me up from? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like doubled in size, Sean. Like this airport is probably somewhere around the size of O'Hare right now. God, we'll tell everybody how many people you have there. That That's probably well, why. Yeah, we do have a city of, what, 14 million people? That's the size of Mexico City and Los Angeles right there. I mean, it, mm-hmm. so yes, you should have an airport the size of O'Hare. <laughs> so out of, out of that many people, when you left, what do you figure there was last time you were there for an extended period of time? Do you know the last time I was talking to you about it, I used to keep saying that there are 8 million to 9 million people. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was the number I remembered till I recently got back and I looked it up. Wow. So in this, okay, and I and I, I, I mean no disrespect, actually, which is rare mm-hmm. for me, but how, I mean, is this because of no birth control or what? what is the actual, I mean, that's a population explosion. So we don't have the, I mean, we're, we don't have enough people to do the work, which one side refuses to admit to. That's why everybody's down at the border in Mexico to come up because we don't have workers. Mm-hmm. See, and that here, didn't sound I... very good either, did it? <laughs> no. <laughs> we need some workers. Now I'm going to the border. <laughs> wow. Yeah, those yeah. sounds like your people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so what is, what is the population explosion from? I think it happens to do with a higher standard of living. So I guess that now that all these software companies are here, a lot of people from the surrounding towns and little villages are not all moving into like this city to get a better job. Right. And with that, I, there was a study that said that the more educated people are not having that many children anymore. Right. But yeah. I think the people who's like first generation come to the city, they're like, oh, right. I can send my kids to decent schools. So they have a bunch of kids. And wow. I okay. think that might that makes sense to it again. So the, the problem here is like my parents had seven kids. Everybody on my block had seven to 12 children. So the workforce mm-hmm. and the consumer force was already pre-built in. And as everybody got more educated, I think I've got one family member that had four children. That was the most. Everybody else had two, which brings us to stagnant population. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what we used to do in America is we'd open the floodgates for immigrants that would come over and do exactly what you just said there. They'd get a great job. They got a house. They got a car. It's better living than you would ever have anywhere. And they yeah. could have a slew of slew of children, you know, which mm-hmm. is prosperity in some places and you know, other people, the, the Brits always used to look down on the Irish for having so many kids. I mean, yeah, undoubtedly, we were the uh, the Latinos of, of Europe. 
it's I, you know, I can't argue it because I'm from one of those large families. But the people next door to me as a kid, I think they had 13. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, you and then Catholics you care was, about that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yo, you don't hear it ever anymore. God, people would look at you like you were crazy. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, so I don't know what any of that's about because I was in a really loud house growing up, so I didn't want any children. I, I had the opposite effect on me. I, <laughs> I, I was kidding. <laughs> so I don't, I mean, I think that's the other part that that maybe, maybe I look at, um, you know, you go to Ireland, one of my relatives had five kids, so they have to have a larger car and all this other stuff. And people didn't look down on them for it, but they would inquire. They'd be like, man, why do you have such a big car? Because, you know, Petrol or gasoline's twelve bucks a gallon. Yeah, yeah go that, well. I, I, so am I supposed to leave half of them at home? <laughs> <laughs> there was this old. There is the story in newspapers recently about one of the French football players who has like yeah. a really. He just has. He just drives around in a Mini Cooper that has like scratches on the side of it. Right. Good for him. Because he just grew up in France where there's no place to park. No, nobody right. really takes care of their cars like the way other people in other countries look at it. Too. Yeah, no one cares about your, yeah. Mm-hmm. They live in Paris. No one cares about your car. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Good for him. That's, I, and, and I understand that. I mean, you, you've seen what I'm willing to drive. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. what I want to have is one really nice car at the house. You know, that's, that's what I need. Yeah. But I'm picking up groceries all day long. Do you really want to put that in a really nice car? I mean, I know. Yeah, it's, it's, that's that's almost a shame on the designer and the artist that built the car to go. Yeah, I just got uh, fifteen bags of groceries in the back, and that one is yes, it is leaking it blood back there. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you had to Crazy stop and pick stuff. up cause light for me. <laughs> yeah, there you go, and a pack of smokes. Right. Yeah. God. Uh, but I think those are, and I'm 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 literally trying to think of every time I came back, what were the things that. Uh, that I missed when I was gone for an extended period of time. And uh, so you've eaten biscuits and gravy before, and that seems like a magical thing with a lot of people that they don't understand it. So it's basically a scone with mm-hmm. sausage gravy over it, but it's a savory scone, not a sweet one. And it is one of the more magnificent meals in America. It really is. Oh yeah. I remember Ew. that place that we went to that had like 25 to 30 different Choices yeah, good gravy. Right. Yeah, good gravy. <laughs> toppings. Did you just say top? Oh, it's mixed in it? the gravy. It's it's not a <laughs> topping. It's mixed in the gravy. <laughs> but don't you wonder who thought of that food? I mean, because I know. Yeah, you know, I I don't know who originally came up with it, but it is a magnificent mistake. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I think that's <laughs> fair. <laughs> you really can't yeah. do any work after you eat one of those. <laughs> No, if you're not ready, if you're not ready for bed, you will be. That's a food I can I can eat and go to sleep. Isn't that great? That that is one I can do that way. Wow, that's nuts. Good thought there. Um, and then I'm trying to think. I, there are no corporate restaurants that I miss. It just doesn't. It just doesn't exist. I mean, I don't. That is not. Mm-hmm. You know, their their food is scientifically designed to make you happy for a minute. Okay. You know, Salt, sugar, and fat to exact amounts. It makes you happy for for a few minutes. I I want the experience and uh, and 
So yeah, I think I think those are all the ones. I have this place called Minsky's Pizza. That's where we were talking when I was talking about Italy. I just never got to it. So my mm-hmm. wife in Italy will eat at midnight and everything. And then, you know, if especially if we're gone for a while and you come back home, you go, oh man, let's get some pizza. Yeah. Um, it reminds you that we don't make pizza. Now we've come a long way in America. There are places you can get real Italian pizza and it's delicious. But most of ours has too many toppings or too much toppings. It's kind of a uniquely American problem. I would say with, with you guys on spice, you know, sometimes it's a bit much, um, mm-hmm. but, I'll, but I still love it. But with us, it's just more stuff piled on. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, if I'm at home, that's the best pizza around. But after I travel, I'm like, oh, well, you know, maybe not. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> you remember there was one time where we ordered like pizza with, um, it was just spinach and something else and cheese. Yeah. And that guy just looked at us like, that's it. It's still not going to give me a list of 25 toppings. Exactly. And I was like, dude, just give that to us. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you sure you don't want any of this ground up stuff on there? I, it, it's it's uh it's an interesting thing and look we're doing way better over here with more authentic mm-hmm. food but you know if you if you think about in Ireland I don't know how it works in England because I did eat pizza there because my son wanted it and and he was furious we had to eat it with a knife and a fork and in <laughs> Ireland the pizza pizza had corn c o r n on it like corn oh god they have that here as well I don't know why yeah. they do that it's annoying really mm-hmm. well, yeah and I don't I don't really. Hey man, I get use whatever you got around, but I mean, do something with the corn. They just put corn on there, which I tastes know. like nothing. <laughs> I'm like, I can use other things to fill up space. <laughs> right? Why don't you take yeah, some of those not... packing peanuts and arrange them on it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would make a good video. That mm-hmm. really would. That's awesome. Yeah, so I don't. Uh, I, I think so. You think about feelings when you land. The only place, and I really mean this, that I have ever landed mm-hmm. on Earth that felt different was the city of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, I landed there, and I don't know what happened to me internally, but I went, I'm home. And I've never felt that in any country, any city, and I've, you know, I've traveled a lot, so have you. Mm-hmm. And I just walked off the plane, and I was like, oh, well, I'm here. Isn't that the craziest shit? And I'd never been there before. But every place I walked around the city felt like I knew it, you know. And 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 you know, in, in reincarnation world, obviously I'd lived there before. Um, mm. I have no way that I would know anything about the place, but I it's the only place I've ever been that I was a hundred percent at home. It's, it's, okay. And I don't know any other way to describe. Yeah, there's a there's a story we've never had. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> And, you know, because usually you're frantic and you're trying to do something, you're trying to look around, how's this shit work? I got to get a car or do I really just need to get a limo so it's somebody who knows where the hell I'm going? You know, I mean, depending (laughs) on how how criminal the city is, is it just Mm -hmm. cheaper to buy a limo so you don't get to run around from a cabbie? (laughs) But yeah, I just distinctly remember that feeling. And then Mm -hmm. the guy taking the outskirt drive and going... Yeah, this is really because the place doesn't change that much. You know, it's it's a it's a European looking city. That's um, it's really nice. Isn't that isn't that nuts? That's my one okay. memory of, of travel and and felt that way to a new city. Mm. Yeah. I know. I know. So I got. Can that I tell you though? 
I, I'll tell you the one time I felt totally out of place here when I got back was I went to a birthday party, okay? I had yeah. no idea what people have done, what television shows they've been watching for the past five years. There oh, yeah. Time, there was a time during that birthday party where we had to all stand up and mention why we were thankful to have that person in our life whose birthday it was. And I'm wow. like, I thought this is the most narcissistic fucking thing I've seen or the weirdest oh. Thanksgiving party I've ever been to. I was like, wow. what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, how'd that work? Oh, dude, I didn't say anything. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And one of my friends looked at me and he was like, stage fright? And I was like, no, you fucking idiot. <laughs> this is the most moronic fucking exercise on somebody's birthday. <laughs> wow. God, I don't... And, see, and you know, you and I are never speechless. That is not our thing. Mm -hmm. I would, I would want to go, well, I mean, aren't I here really? Because I had to be. <laughs> I don't even like I don't even like this were, person. They were probably just looking at me going like I think he's gone a bit weird and I'm just looking at all of them going like you're the weird fucking people for doing right. this not me. <laughs> you're calling me weird and you are the weird one. Sound like Donald Trump right there. You're the weird one. I am not the weird one. God. When they when they I, asked me to speak, I should have just been like, such a nasty request. <laughs> You're a wow. nasty person. <laughs> that's right. And that is, um, God, now that's a culture change from when you left. Wow. Mm -hmm. Huh. That is fascinating. It was well, the you know, most confusing thing. We get those stupid ass things where people want you to come and they let balloons out of a box to tell you what sex the baby is or something. Oh, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. you go, this is a first world problem. How about we see if the baby lives? Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you guys really don't understand what this is all about. It's see if they live to one years old and we'll, uh, we'll talk. God. Yes, don't send me a letter about saying that, folks. I am I not kidding, not really. <laughs> By the way, I should mention that I'm not actually laughing about what I'm going to tell you. Two yeah. people got hit by a train while oh, they were shit. doing a Facebook video. No! <laughs> oh, my I'm God. hoping this video exists somewhere because I wonder whether they just lifted oh. the screen and were like, are you zooming in? No, I'm not zooming in. And bang. Oh, <laughs> shit. Did you know that those vibrate the ground? You know they're coming. I know. So you can't act like, wow. Oh, my God. Well, I'm sorry. It was just too funny for me to look at that. It. I think we need to, that needs to be the video of all infamy. They're not famous. They're infamous. Wow. God, Deepak, that sucks so bad. I I know. <laughs> I'm like, haven't you all seen a screen before? Did you all wonder why that <laughs> train wow. was getting bigger in it? <laughs> oh my, I am, I mean, I don't even, what a terrible way to die being stupid and everybody seeing it. So you, mm -hmm. you know that's viral, you know that's viral somewhere. Yeah, but I don't want to look it up on my phone because you know for the next no. Next one month, I'll be just seeing videos <laughs> of people getting hit by shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. You don't want to be on that algorithm, man. Wow. Oh, my God. That's so bad. All right. How much time we got left? Because my out. clock is showing Less we're than near. A minute. Okay. Well, okay. then you better take us out, boss. Take us All out, right. boss. That was The Villages with me and Sean. And we were actually talking about interesting shit today about three different countries, four. Nothing five. depressing. 
Mm-hmm. Nothing depressing. Well, oh, but you did say the people who got run over by a train. Oh, that was hilarious. Country, <laughs> country music song. <laughs> <laughs> it's a country music song. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Join us again, folks. Thank you very much. Thank you. There's your chime out, my man. 